Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Should Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Hey friends, Shookbury here, Women's Hot Topics. I'm so excited that you joined us. Would you do me a favor and find us online at himforher.org. It's H-I-M, number four, her, H-E-R dot org. And please donate because this is a listener-supported show. And today is one of the most important shows I have ever done. Now, friends, you can also find us on YouTube. We're really relatively new up there, but I want you to listen there as well. Um, we have a really tough topic today. And I dare you to listen all the way to the end. Whether or not this would apply to you, we need to listen. This is a topic that's hot, especially here in Florida, and it's on abortion. And then there were none. We have guests today, Abby Johnson with us. Abby, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. Now, if you see us on YouTube, she might look familiar because my girl spoke at the Republican National Convention. Way to go, Abby. And she spoke on the topic of abortion. And we just finished up our last uh, part one. Please go find that. Hear her uh, bio. Hear what all the things she's done. But she's got an amazing book that's coming out here uh, just around the corner. And it's called Fierce Mercy. I'd love it if you guys ordered that, uh, bought it. Listened, uh, read it, and is it going to be on audio tape as well? It is, yeah, yeah. I'm actually reading it, so audio. I've never read a book before. So this is this is going to be my first audio book I'm reading. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So never read a book as in in audio, but I believe audio. I mean, I've read a book. I mean, I've read a book. <laughs> <laughs> never done an audio book. That's right. That's right. So I really can't emphasize enough. Also, um, you know, you, you guys, I read the book Unplanned, and I saw the movie Unplanned. Um, it's a feature length film. It's amazing. It it. It was so well done, and it really explains what we're talking about today. And you might say, yeah, yeah, Shug, I've heard all about abortion before. No, you haven't, because she goes into details. She was the director of Planned Parenthood and goes into details about what she saw, why she left, and then what she's doing now. So we left part one, uh, Abby, where you had told Planned Parenthood you're leaving. It's a very large organization. They didn't like it, and they took you to court. Is that correct? They did. Yeah, they took me to court. They tried to get a permanent gag order against me so that I wouldn't be able to say what I know, say what I had seen. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell my story. Um, you know, I wouldn't be able to talk about donors, you know, all, all of these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, that obviously failed. We were in and out of court in 45 minutes. I mean, you just, you can't stop someone from telling their personal story. And so you won against a billion dollar organization in 45 minutes. I did. And I oh, won with you, Jesus. Yeah. And I won with a, my attorney was a, a personal injury attorney. <laughs> so like he wasn't even a, like a big, you know, they had all of these like big, like New York, you know, attorneys, like, yeah. for, you know, coming down and it, it was like a big show on there. And it was like me and this like ambulance chaser, you know, walk yeah, in. I and, love it. I love and, it. And, you know, it but was, you had the Lord, but I that had the, the Lord and, and that's what made the difference. And it was yeah. incredible. 
incredible. And wow. 45 minutes in and out, the judge was so annoyed by Planned Parenthood and all of their ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And we won. And um, yeah, and then I really just don't hear from them anymore. I think they were oh, so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're like, you know, we're sort of done with her. So yeah. um, every yeah. once in a while, they'll make a, <clears throat> they'll make a statement. Like I'll come out with something and say, um, you know, a, a Planned Parenthood has abortion quotas. They have they have quotas for a certain number of abortions they have mm-hmm. to sell um, every month. And they came out with a statement and said, that's ridiculous. Uh, we, of course, we don't have, you know, sales quotas for abortions. And then I came out and presented my budget. So mm-hmm. that I that I had from my last year that proved quotas. And then they were like, Okay. Whoops. Well, I mean, I guess we do have quotas, but, yeah. but you know, and this, so then they had to come back and, and retract what they had said. And, uh, and then there was something else. I came out and said, Oh, Planned Parenthood does this. And then they said, Oh, no, we don't. And then mm-hmm. I came out with proof and then mm-hmm. they had to retract it. So now if I come out and say something, they just ignore it because they know that I probably don't say anything I don't have proof of. Yeah. Yeah. So they just, mm-hmm. they really do ignore me for the most yeah. part. Well, and and let's hope we all ignore them and they go out of business. Um, yes. You know, you guys, this is a money, follow the money people. That's what this is all about. And I got a couple questions since you don't have a gag order on you yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, what are what are the, some of the reasons, Abby, tell me, when the women came in, what would be some reasons that they would say why they're getting an abortion? The majority of women have abortions. I, I would seventy-five percent of women have abortions for financial reasons. So, you know, they are already behind on rent. They, you know, are already having trouble paying the bills that they have. Sixty mm-hmm. percent um, of women who have abortions already have children at home. So, we're not dealing with women who, you know, don't know that they're pregnant with a baby. They know they're what, pregnant with a baby. What options would you tell them now on this side of the fence? I mean, I think a lot of women that have abortions just don't realize all of the resources that are out there for them. And even state resources, a, a lot of them don't realize, you know, that they qualify for the WIC program that, you know, them and their children until they're five years old. And what is that all- called? The WIC program, Women, Infant, and Children program, um, which is a fantastic program. I think every woman who's pregnant needs to look into the WIC program. You know, you qualify for food resources, you qualify for classes, you qualify for it's a government program, but it's an amazing program. You qualify for a breast pump and um, breastfeeding classes. They have lactation support there. It's an amazing program that women need to look into. Um, You know, they don't realize that they qualify for those services. Um, They don't realize that there's, you know, a childcare subsidy program in almost every state. So if you're working or if you're um, a, a student that there's daycare assistance um, that almost all of your daycare can be paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, so they think, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to be able to pay for daycare. Well, you don't have to worry about that. If you're working or you're in school, um, your daycare can be subsidized by the state. And how do um, they find that within their state? They Yeah. So um, go to the state website. Yeah, you can just Google, you know, childcare subsidy. Um, also, I started an organization called Loveline, and they can go to loveline.com and the, it's a 24 hour crisis line. And it's not just for women who are pregnant, this is for 
anybody that's in crisis. This is for any mom, any dad, um, anybody who is struggling. So that was one of the things that I found that, you know, we were sort of, we had a gap in the pro-life movement. So, you know, we've got pregnancy centers, pregnancy centers are out there. We've got 2,500 pregnancy centers. If you are pregnant, if you have a young child, if you've got a baby and you're struggling out there, these pregnancy centers can help you. Mm. But what about the mom who is, you know, a a mom and she's got a five-year-old and a 10-year-old and she's struggling, right? Mm -hmm. What about her? Well, that's not really the wheelhouse of a pregnancy center, right? But she still needs help. And so, you know, I said, well, what about her? And so that was really why we started Loveline to to fill in that gap. Mm -hmm. And and so that was really why we started it. It's a 24-hour hotline, but anybody can call. If you're a victim of domestic violence, if you're a victim of sex trafficking, if you're a single parent and you need help, if you're a married parent and you need help, um, if you need help finding resources in your community, if you need help finding the WIC office, if you need help finding childcare subsidy, any and every reason that you need help, you can contact us at loveline.com. Woo-hoo. I'm super so, excited about that. We're going to make sure we post that um, on not only on YouTube, but we're going to talk about it more um, on our personal website, too. Uh, we'll yeah. have a link on our website, friends, for uh, Loveline. Uh, if you click on the link, it will go directly to uh, their website, and then you can find all those resources there. Way to go, Abby. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's so many resources that are available for women out there, and we just wanted women to know where they could find them, how they can find them. We have case managers, social workers that can help you access those resources. And I mean, it's just, there's so much help, but I think a lot of women just don't know where the help is. They don't know how to find it. And when you're overwhelmed, I mean, trust me, I had eight kids. When you are overwhelmed with a bunch of kids, you're like, are you kidding me? I don't know how to find all this. I don't know where to look. Right. And so sometimes you just need a little help. You just need a little support. You just need, you know, I always talk about there's, you know, there's something about the gospel of accompaniment. Mm. And and we just need to, as as Christians, as pro-lifers, as people of faith, we need to accompany people on their journey, on their gospel journey, and um and and that's what we're just that's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Well, God certainly has played a role uh, in your life powerfully. I mean, you know, you think you're working, you know, as a director at Planned Parenthood, you're doing what you feel is helping women. uh, And then God reveals to you, you know, without you having worked there, you could not have been making the strides today. I don't believe against such a powerful organization. So way to go, Abby. I'm so proud that, um, that God revealed himself to you in such a powerful way and changed your heart in that direction. Um, You know, friends, Planned Parenthood, um, dehumanizes, brainwashes, you know, people come in and they might want to just get some general information. I I just found out I'm pregnant. Or didn't you say they could get pregnancy tests there as well? Is that correct? That's right. And that really is where that's the, the greatest manipulation. That's where the greatest manipulation happens is when women come in very innocently wanting to take a pregnancy test, and they find out right there at that moment that they're pregnant. And Planned Parenthood, you know, I mean, I, you know, I've had a pregnancy test where I take a pregnancy test and I'm like, oh my, you know, I'm okay. Didn't know, didn't know I was that was going to be positive, right? Yeah, and yeah. um, and okay, that was a surprise, you know. And now, now I'm nervous, right? And yeah. now I'm overwhelmed. And um, 
now maybe I'm in a little bit of a crisis here, right? And that's when Planned Parenthood preys on people. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian woman, doesn't matter if you're married, doesn't matter what it is. That is when they jump. That is when they are the very best at selling a, a vulnerable woman and abortion is when that that pregnant, that positive pregnancy test shows up. You know, you brought up a good point. You said Christian women. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. You know, as a Christian woman, don't they see this as murder or do they just see it as a piece of tissue? They just see it as a problem that they need to eliminate. And, you know, about 60% of women having abortions are actively attending church. Mm. So it really, abortion really is a, is a church problem. And of course it is because abortion is a sin problem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really prideful for Christians to believe that this is a problem of the unchurched. Um, you know, abortion is a problem of the church because abortion is a, a sin issue. And if it's a sin issue, then it's a Jesus issue. And if it's a Jesus issue, it's a church issue. So, mm-hmm. um you know, the fact that we're not talking about this in the churches, the fact that we're not proclaiming this, you know, from the pulpit, the fact that we are, you know, not talking about um, the forgiveness of abortion mm-hmm. from the pulpit, the fact that we're leaving women and men in our in our pews um, feeling unforgiven for the sin of abortion. I mean, that's really shameful. Mm-hmm. Um you know, from the position of the church. And I think, I mean, it's something that we can fix. It's something that we can do because Mm -hmm. we've been silent on this issue because we, because we have not extended our arms to the woman who's pregnant, to the woman Mm -hmm. who's in a crisis pregnancy, because we have not said, this is a safe place for you to land. The church is a safe place for you to turn. Mm -hmm. Then they have turned to the arms of the abortion facility. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's options and we need to come alongside as Christians with women who find out they're pregnant, even if they have multiple kids and they decide maybe they don't want this one. There are options. Um, and it you just made it so clear. Love line. Uh, they can go there and they can see what their options are. Prayer is super important as well. But friends, we're not throwing stones on guilt here. If you've already had an abortion mm-hmm. uh, in the past, um, we're bringing to light as to what's happening. And, and, you know, some of the lies of what Planned Parenthood and other abortion clinics have been giving uh, as far as it's okay, the baby doesn't feel this. Well, yes, it does. Watch this movie, you guys, unplanned. It it, it changed my whole heart and attitude on this. Um, And, you know, some women have become sterile, unable to have children again after an abortion. Do you have statistics, Abby, on the number of abortions that are conducted every uh, year? Yeah, so there's about a million abortions that are recorded in the United States every year. Um, now, that number is is you know we're not even we're not even sure that we know that's not an accurate number right now. Uh, Mail order abortions are going through the roof, mm-hmm. and those are for the most part unrecorded. And what I mean by that is there are women of any age, so 14, 15, 16-year-old girls going online. They are, you know, uh, typing in a request for an at-home abortion with pills. Mm -hmm. They are getting pills from other countries, primarily India. Uh, These pills are unregulated. 
we don't even know what's in them. They are getting those pills shipped to their home. Uh, they're taking these pills at home. Mm. This is very, very dangerous. Many times their parents do not even know that they're taking them. And, you know, on, in the movie, too, he did a really good job of, of uh, illustrating what it looks like and how painful and terrible, horrific it is to take these pills at home. And basically, you're killing your child and having an abortion in the home. It, you know, it's not just to take a pill and go on with your life. It, it was really severe for you, is the way it looked. It is. And we don't even know what the psychological effects are going to be of, mm-hmm. you know, women who are doing this medication abortion at home. So we know what the psychological effects are of women who do, who, who commit the surgical abortions. We know mm-hmm. that they're six times more likely to commit suicide. We know that what they that are percentage? 60? six times, six times more oh, likely to commit times. suicide. Oh, we know that they're more likely to have eating disorders, um, mm-hmm. anxiety disorders, depression. Mm-hmm. We know that, right? We don't know what the psychological effects are of women who, who have a medication abortion, who are in their bathroom who pass their baby into the toilet and make a decision to flush their child down the toilet and then, then have to return back to the scene of the crime over and over and over again and have to relive that in their mind. We don't know what that's like for them. And, um, and, and so, you know, it, it can be very serious and we, we hear stories all the time of these women who, pass their babies in the toilet and they retrieve them and Mm. they don't know what to do with them. Mm. And they are putting them in their freezer. They're taking them back to the clinic and saying, you didn't tell me, Mm -hmm. you didn't tell me that I was going to pass an entire intact baby with arms and legs. Mm -hmm. And I I couldn't flush my baby down the toilet. Tell me what to do with it. Um, so, you know, we're hearing stories of that all the time and, uh, you know, we just don't know what this is, what this is going to do to women, the trauma that Mm -hmm. this is, that this is causing women. And, uh, and so, you know, we, we recorded a million a year, but we know that it's, we know that it's more than that. Yeah. And, you know, you did a really good job in the movie and in the book, Unplanned, uh, talking about, you know, you might be thinking you're just resolving this issue at that moment, but you just illustrated and shared with us multiple ways that this never goes away in your life. And you know what, friends, if you know someone who's had an abortion, stop pointing the fingers, for goodness sake. We're all sinners. We all have uh, gone astray. And in Ephesians, it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. And I think that if you've had an abortion, stop throwing stones, you guys, at other people um, who have had them, but instead come alongside them, give them comfort, guide them, allow Jesus to heal their hearts and uh, what has happened in the past. And and that leads me to my next um, exciting news is that Abby, you have an organization called And Then There Were None, where you're not only thinking about the people who have um, uh, chosen to um, abort their child, but you're working with the abortion workers. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, we've been at this for nine years, and uh, our goal is to help these abortion workers, abortion nurses, abortion doctors, um, 
leave their jobs and not just get another job. That's not what we consider success. We want them to leave their jobs and we want them to come into relationship with Jesus Christ. That's, mm. that's the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the past nine years, we have helped over 610 wow. uh, workers do just that. And uh, seven full-time abortion doctors uh, leave their jobs and come into relationship with Christ. And, you know, I tell people we're trying to make heaven crowded. And, yeah, amen. Uh, and so it's, it's really, really incredible and uh, just really a miracle. Um, you know, people say, what is it? You know, what's it like to be on the, on the phone with somebody? Is there, you know, walking out of their job for, mm. you know, for the last time? And I tell people it's, it's like being on the phone with a miracle because mm-hmm. that's really what it is. I saw a graphic, um, yesterday that really just stopped me in my traf, uh, in my, in my tracks. Um, I was just scrolling, you know, like we do like on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And I saw this and it was, um, it said the apostle Paul entered heaven to the cheers of those he martyred. Oh, and that's powerful. I thought, oh my gosh, yeah. that, you know, that's what so many, it, it just really reminded me like, that's what these yeah. abortion workers yeah. are going to enter heaven to. That's what, that's what these abortion doctors are going, mm-hmm. you know, all of these children that were martyred they're going to be cheering Mm. um you know luke 15 reminds us of that where it says i tell you in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent and so there's a celebration i love that that it's going to be crowded up there and and that you're doing a powerful work with the workers and uh, not only on that end, but then the pro-life movement and speaking and getting the word out. And you guys, I can't emphasize this enough. Most important interview I've ever done. There is a genocide going on, a million babies, and that's the ones that are recorded per year. Uh, you know, I, I, we're going to be held accountable as, as believers in Jesus. I mean, we're all about saving people from the clutches of hell. And I really think that it's the most important thing we can do is to get the word out as to what's going on. And in Florida as well, right now, they're trying to pass that bill where you cannot have a, an abortion passed 15 weeks. What's happening in New York is absolutely terrible about late abortions. You guys, we need to do something and we need to come alongside. Tell us, Abby, what can we do together to make a huge impact? I always encourage people to partner with your local pregnancy center. You know, like I said, there's about 2,500 pregnancy centers across the country. We outnumber abortion clinics like three to one, Mm -hmm. um, which is amazing. The difference is that abortion clinics are receiving half a billion dollars of our tax money every year um, from the federal government. Pregnancy centers are just receiving donations from, from people like us. They need your support. They need your help. They need your time. They need your treasure. They need your talents. Mm -hmm. Don't wait. You know, we expect to hear some great news from the Supreme Court anytime between March to June. Don't wait until we hear that news to get involved. Get involved right now. 
partner with your local pregnancy center, um, you know, figure out how they can use you right now. Mm-hmm. Start mm-hmm. making those monthly donations, even if it's $10, $15, $20 a month. That's what keeps them afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, you know, find out where your local abortion clinic is. If you have one in your community, find out where that is. Start going. Start standing out there 30 minutes once a week, 30 minutes once a month. Your prayers outside of that abortion facility, it Mm -hmm. feels weird. It feels uncomfortable, but your prayers make a huge difference. Mm, Praise God. Thank you so much. Please, you guys, pick up the book, Fierce Mercy, or uh, the book Unplanned. There's a movie as well, and The Walls Are Talking, which is about the abortion uh, workers and their stories. Abby Johnson. God bless you. I'm going to pray over you right now. Father God, thank you so much for Abby, for her family, for her heart. God, guide every step that she makes that will make such an impact in the United States. And would all of these abortions stop? Please heal women who have already had abortions. Give them hope and peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Abby Johnson. Thank you. Sugbury, over and out. Hey, ladies, this is Sugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies, and each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony how they received Christ in their life. This is Sugbury. You know I love you. Over and out.